At Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary, we believe theological education should be confessional. Because of our desire to identify with what Christ has done in His Church throughout the centuries, we fully adhere to the 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith. This standard keeps us accountable and preserves us from novelty. For more information on how you can receive informed scholarship with Pastoral Heart, check out our website, cbtseminary.org. Welcome to another episode of the Pastor's Inbox on the Man of God Network brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. We continue our conversations regarding uh, pastor's wives. In the last conversation, we talked about the role and responsibilities of a pastor's wife. And uh, we made reference to the uh, special ministry that she has to her husband. Um, And so in this conversation, we're going to continue to talk about ways in which a pastor's wife can aid or assist her husband. So like last time, I'll ask this question and get out of the way. Uh, How can a pastor's wife help her husband? How should she do so? Well, uh, if I can refer back to what we said in the uh, previous podcast, certainly first and foremost, she helps her husband by being the godly wife, which is uh, commanded and described in the word of God. I can say uh, with all thanks to God, Uh, that uh, for 50 years I've been married to a woman who has been just that. She has been a helper to me as her husband, and that has been very helpful in the ministry and in the pastorate. Um, uh, The woman, she'll never attain perfection in any area of godliness, but she needs to attain, a pastor's wife must attain a healthy level of godliness and continue to use the means of grace which will enable her to uh, grow in grace. That in itself will be a great encouragement to the husband instead. And the opposite of that, of course, would be a great burden to her husband. But it's wonderful for that pastor who knows that his wife is a godly woman. Uh, and, And that will also shield him from criticism from the world or even from within the church, which would inevitably arise if, the pastor's wife was not a godly woman. So first and foremost, uh, women, pastor's wives, take care of your soul, take care of your godliness, take care of your heart for out of it are the issues of life. Secondly, uh, let me say she can encourage him by helping him bear his burdens. Uh, The pastor's wife is going to see the love of her life get hurt. He's going to see him sometimes unjustly maligned and criticized. Sometimes when he makes a, a, a wrong move and pastors do make wrong moves, she's going to see him suffer the consequences of an unwise move. Uh, and she's sometimes going to see him uh, grieving over the state of some in the church uh, over whom he has the oversight. She has to she has to uh, maintain patience. She must seek not to become inordinately inordinately angry at those whom she might think are mistreating her husband. Uh, She should seek to help her husband in bearing his burdens um, if she sees them and if she knows them. Um, uh, Thirdly, she can and should 
when necessary, sweetly and constructively critique him. Hmm. Uh, that's a blessing to have to have a wife who'll be honest with you. And uh, that's not that doesn't contradict submission, by the way. Uh, and this kind of balances out the last point. While she helps him by bearing his burdens, she can also help relieve him of burdens by giving him help in areas because pastors uh, have sins, they have flaws, they have blind spots, and no one is in a better condition to admonish the pastor than the pastor's wife. And so it is a blessing. I would rather be reproved by my wife uh, than anyone because I know that she loves me and I know that she has my best interest at, at heart. So a godly wife should be able to help her husband both by loving encouragement and by necessary constructive criticism. She will need to know something of scripture in order to be balanced in those things. The fourth thing I'll say is she should take care to diligently guide the home, guide the children uh, with good teaching, timely discipline uh, so that the, the pastor's, uh, family time is not always taken up with child rearing duties that the mother could be taking care of herself. You know, a pastor's wife should not be one of these wives who's always saying to her little ones, just wait till your dad gets home. Take care of it, mom. You're, you're also a, a person in authority in the home and let the, let your husband, when he comes uh, from the church into the home, let him be a husband and a father who is not unnecessarily. Now I know there are times when he must uh, step up, but don't let him be unnecessarily uh, the bearer of all of the home burdens when his wife could take care of some of them. Fifthly, she can help him by, and this is hard by not being high maintenance and over demanding of his time and attention. There will be times when a pastor's wife will have to sacrifice her husband for the good of the church and the glory of God. And it's not a help to the husband if uh, his wife is always demanding excessive portions of his time. I think I gave an illustration some months ago of uh, uh, on a different subject of Charles Spurgeon and how he would always say to his wife, you, uh, when she would, when she would become so burdened when he would be away preaching the gospel or something. And he would, he gave her the illustration of the Israelite who had to sacrifice the lamb. The Israelite was not to stand by crying because he had to sacrifice the lamb, but was to give that offering, uh, sacrificially and willingly. And the pastor's wife can help her husband by being willing to sacrifice uh, every married pastor. Now, let me balance that point out uh, because it needs to be balanced out. The pastor's got to remember that he's, he's married to his wife and not to the church. Hmm. Uh, so every married pastor has a wife and he must make sure that adequate time and attention is given to his wife and to his children. Um, but that may be a point for another uh, episode. Uh, it is not helpful if a uh, wife is unwilling to share her husband's time. And I know that that takes the grace of God. 
Uh, the last thing I'll say, Lee, I'm taking too much of uh, time here. Uh, you could say, oh, me, you could say I'm so much better than I am, but she's got to pray for her husband and she's got to do it frequently and fervently. It is a great help because she, she has the same access to the throne of God that her husband does. And the effectual fervent prayers of a pastor's wife avail much. Uh, that's not just a verse talking uh, for the prayers of men. I can't tell the number of times. As a matter of fact, I just drove my wife somewhere a few, a few minutes ago. And I said, well, pray, pray for me as we do the podcast today and for Lee. And she said what she says all the time. I have been and I'll continue to do so. And I know that she's doing that. That's a help. It's a blessing to know that your wife is praying for you. And it's a blessing when you receive grace as the result of her prayers. So pastors, wives, be frequently, fervently praying for your husband. Now, Lee, I'm going to let you get in here finally. Well, brother, you've not gone too long at all. I appreciate uh, your, your comments very, very much. Um, and it is right that she should see herself as a, a helper comparable to her husband, even as was uh, Eve with Adam. And so presumably Adam's work in tending and keeping the garden, uh, Eve was there involved in her own ways uh, in that work. Um, if, uh, I, we said in a previous episode, if he's a businessman, maybe he's starting a business. Well, the wife is going to have her place in that as a, a helper to her husband. Uh, and I think, Joe, you've already emphasized, certainly by being a godly wife and, and mother and, and homemaker, uh, Proverbs 31, that virtuous woman, she does her husband good uh, all of his days. Uh, I remember a, a quote from Bethan Lloyd-Jones. Uh, she said it was her job to keep Dr. Lloyd-Jones in the pulpit. Now, in their dynamic as a couple, uh, poor Dr. Lloyd-Jones was evidently quite uh, hopeless when it came to anything practical around the house or having the car worked on. And not that she was out working on cars, but she would at least, you know, have uh, uh, make the arrangements for, for those very practical things to be done because the doctor just did not live in that universe. And so by her taking on things, uh, it, again, her job to keep him in the pulpit. Uh, another uh, matter, I think, uh, where the wife is certainly a big help to her husband. Yeah, the pastor is quali uh, to be qualified. He must be hospitable. Well, that's going to require on some level showing hospitality, mm -hmm. and especially as an example to the flock. When Peter uh, says that, uh, uh, elders be an example of the flock, that's right after having said in chapter 4 of 1 Peter about be hospitable to one another, showing hospitality. Well, a pastor's wife will surely be a, a help to her husband in that regard, and, and also with regard to being a help to the church. Uh, not that all hospitality falls on her or falls on them as a family, but it is his responsibility, and therefore it is also hers, and it should be a, a joy, uh, even though much work may be involved you know, out of love for the brethren and opportunities to uh, be with God's people and to serve God's people. Well, and it's something that a husband and wife can do together, uh, serving Christ as a couple. I think of dear Aquila and Priscilla. Mm -hmm. and, you know, they're always mentioned together in Scripture. And yeah. here the, on more than one location, they had a church meeting in their house. 
I imagine no small amount of work went involved in setting things up for uh, the Lord's Day and extending hospitality, and, and they were doing it together. But it's a way that Aquila was really helping. Uh, sorry, that Priscilla was really helping Aquila, and I'm sure that he also was helping Priscilla, that they worked together. Uh, I think that she can help, especially by way of that uh, facilitating sweet spiritual fellowship as a delight in the Lord together, uh, delighting in one another, a spiritual blessing, and therefore working uh, together. Uh, Joe, you've already mentioned encouraging her husband. Uh, Susanna Spurgeon, uh, at some point in uh, Spurgeon's ministry, uh, he would have her read to him at the end of the Lord's Day. If it had been uh, a, a good Lord's Day, uh, seems like if it had been a, a, a very encouraging Lord's Day, he'd have her read Aline's Alarm to the Unconverted. Uh, whereas if it had been a rough Lord's Day, she would read to him from the Psalms, if my memory serving me correctly. Well, that was something she could do mm. to encourage her uh, dear husband, especially after the full day's uh, labors there. Uh, on the Lord's Day. Uh, so I would say in that way, and uh, the wife can be a good sounding board. Joe, you've already mentioned in hearing the sermons that she's one who can uh, really assess you mm-hmm. know, and address things. Uh, don't be picking earwax out of your ear while you're preaching. And get her, she can get away with that, and he won't feel hopefully too embarrassed. But you know, in other ways, she can serve as a, as a sounding board, not that the husband the pastor wants to put too much on her, but certain things. She has uh, uh, her own perspective on things of what might be needed, circumstances, knowing the people of the church and and the like. Uh, but again, the one vital matter, and you rightly emphasize this, show, is to pray. To pray for him, to pray for his ministry, but also to pray for the church. And yeah. that's also to pray for herself, that God would give her grace uh, to buy up the opportunities and to be faithful as a godly Christian woman there uh, in that church and for God in all things to bless and be glorified. So, um, Austin, I would throw it back to you. Well, we've talked about some of the responsibilities of a pastor's wife to help her husband, um, and we've already began to talk a little bit about ways that she can do that, but uh, we'll just kind of wrap up this conversation uh, with this last question and let you guys take as long as you want to answer it. Is there any advice or help that you can give um, to uh, husbands leading their wives or wives uh, who want to help their husband who is a pastor in the work of the ministry? I think most of the advice uh, that I would give has kind of been included in uh, my earlier comments, um, uh, which went quite long. So there's not much else I would say. I would, I would just say to a pastor's uh, wives, uh, what, uh, be encouraged with what a high uh, position uh, God has given to you. And as Paul told Timothy to give himself holy to the things that would make him a faithful pastor. So I would encourage uh, and advise wives with equal diligence, give yourselves to those things, which will make you a help to your husband's uh, ministry. Uh, take the responsibility seriously and prayerfully and 
fulfill every wifely duty diligently. Uh, every wife's called to be a helper to her husband. Uh, but ladies uh, who are married to pastors, you're in a unique position to help that man who is in a unique position himself uh, called to shepherd the flock of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, no, then I may be getting into things that we'll discuss in a, uh, the next episode, but uh, know that your the grace of your God is sufficient uh, for the task, the position that he's given you to fulfill. Take it seriously. Take it courageously and take it with confidence that uh, while you're not sufficient in yourselves, your sufficiency is of God. Lee? Well, hey, man, brother, and and I think the one word of advice I would give is the same uh, recommendation we gave in the previous episode, and you're going to hear it again if you continue to listen to the episodes. I would say listen to the three-part series of Pastor Albert Martin uh, entitled Pastor's Wives. It's there on Sermon Audio. It's very helpful. It's a very balanced treatment, what her role is not, what her role is, and uh, much help that is there to be found, and I know of nothing else like it out there. Uh, I think, again, we could underscore the necessity of maintaining her own spiritual health and love for Christ, and therefore to keep up her own devotional exercises, her own liveliness in her union with Christ, abiding in him and he in her, uh, and in that way profiting from church life herself, uh, even though you know the guy who's preaching and may even know what he's going to say, uh, yet uh, take care to profit from church life as well as from the fellowship of the saints, considering one another to provoke unto love and good works. Uh, I think that that uh, also uh, to, to keep her love for her husband strong and lively, um, yes. uh, to see they're joined together as one flesh, and therefore, to enter into his joys, enter into his sorrows, and, and in that connection, keep up good communication uh, with the husband about the family, but also about the church, about his walk with the Lord, Joe. You've already intimated that. You know, a, a pastor's wife also must diligently guard against disaffection or uh, discontent or bitterness. I think we'll be coming to that in the next episode, so I'll leave it. For there, but but she does need to be guarding against those and and other spiritual maladies. Uh, she also needs to understand that she's not a fellow elder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she may have an opinion on how things should be done and be ready to speak to her husband, and and she may have some good insights. But on the other hand, um, she has to understand she's she's not an elder, and that would also mean that she's not ruling over church members in her interaction with them. Any counsel or comfort or encouragement she gives, it's not as an overseer. Um, I would also say this, and a wife's dealing with her husband, uh, the pastor, she needs to recognize that she does not have to know all this going on in the church, that there are some things for good reasons that her husband cannot divulge, cannot share with her. Um, uh, and even those things that he does share, well, that dear godly woman will need to be very circumspect on how she speaks because it's possible to just unwittingly uh, let cats out of the bag 
mm-hmm. things that really ought not to be said that were told in confidence were things that she would know as a pastor's uh, wife. So uh, these are kind of random thoughts out there. But I would say again to pray, uh, to cry out for the Lord's uh, grace and, and keep doing so. Mm-hmm. Much more, I'm sure, could be said, but uh, I've gone on long enough, and so we'll leave it at that. Well, in this second conversation uh, pertaining to pastor's wives, we've talked about specific ways that a pastor's wife can help her husband. We do hope that this conversation has been both instructive and encouraging to all who will listen. Uh, Perhaps even if you're not a pastor or a pastor's wife, you can pray for your pastor and your pastor's wife if you are a member of uh, one of Christ's churches and you have been given an overseer. And if he is married, uplift them both in prayer. Do you have any uh, questions regarding anything that we've been discussing? Please submit those to pastorsinbox at cbtseminary.org. And we'll catch you for the next conversation related to pastor's wives. Stay tuned. Grace and peace to you. God bless.